0: I'm Joe and TJ. We are the schoolhouse 302 and this one we are very excited to bring you our read this series, which is what you should read as a part of what we're focusing on this month for our one thing. and that is the book we're focused on becoming the educator they need by Robert Jackson. Um, We would like to consider at this point, Robert, a friend of ours, um, excellent gentleman who has been on our podcast for One Thing series, and then also our Focus Ed, which is sponsored by the Delaware Department of Education Um, and we love this book for a lot of different reasons. Um, TJ, why don't you begin um, as we dig into this and share why you like this book and kind of preface our readers with what they could expect.
1: Yeah, so first thing, Joe, I think is really important um, is the subtitle is Strategies, Mindsets, and Beliefs for Supporting Male, Black, and Latino Students. And with a predominantly white workforce, I think it's ac- extra important that books like this um, are come to the awareness of our teaching staff and our administrators and our, and our leaders in schools so that we can do a better job for our, what would be typically marginalized students in schools. And he, Robert talks about that. He pulls no punches with the reality. What I really like about the book is it tells the stories of a lot of black male and Latino students throughout the book. Um, So you can gain some perspective uh, about their lives and about situations that they've lived through that some of our educators wouldn't typically be aware of or have access to. And I think that perspective mining and perspective finding, something that Robert talked to us about when we, we met with him, um, is super, super important for leaders, understanding the perspective of our students, learning more about them and their lives, sharing aspects of our lives, which Robert was, was keen to, to point out, is so critical for building relationships in the classroom. And so I just feel like that's an incredibly important part of the book.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, I like this book for a couple different reasons. Um, One, as you totally mentioned, TJ, is the fact that Robert shares his own stories within this book. And that's important. You know, this is not a book that's going to get you deep, heavily embedded in the research, you know, the foreword's written by Pedro Naguero, Like, if you want that, you want to go into the thickness of these discussions and topics, you know, he mentions a lot of resources in this book. It's a great entry point. What I love about this is this is written and designed for educators, period, like what they can do tomorrow. And i think that's important because a lot of times we're wondering all right i get the what i get why we should do it but i lack a little bit of the how. so you know real quick into that like he talks about these five factors that truly influence um these uh, male black and latino students so he talks about invisibilization you know where you're just not seeing the kids marginalization which you just mentioned pre-criminalization you know we've heard about that Um, in our school systems, the stereotype threat, and then also colorism. And so what's nice is he introduces the reader into these five factors, doesn't spend an enormous amount of time on them, but it does set you up. If you're really interested in learning about this, you can go deeper and deeper and deeper into other resources. And, you know, I thought that was a major part of this work is that he really tells that thread of how to reach students in each chapter.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's, it's, it's well written. The flow of the book, I think, is really important when you get into the how, like you said, Joe, culturally aware teaching practices. So he moves the reader from this, this myth of color blindness into the fact that we do need to recognize color in our schools um, and support it differently than we're doing now. And um, the uh, the uh, culturally aware teaching practices is something that I gravitate towards because I don't know that there are lists and strategies out there for educators to use. And this book is just a genuine resource for that. And so we highly recommend it. Um, we think every educator should have it on, on the shelf. And that's why it's uh, here in our Read This series um, as part of our One Thing series. And don't forget to link back and check out Robert's podcast with us, uh, which we'll link in the show notes. Any final thoughts or a tip, Joe? Yeah,
0: just that Robert has expressed to us a few times you know, he's available. This is what he's doing now after a couple decades. Um, teaching and being in education he's looking to you know influence schools in different ways which we appreciate Um, as practitioners we're looking for genuine people um, who can just tell us the why so you know in our in our podcast he met he said a phrase that really isn't from the book but it's something he said is you know a lot of these students are wearing their life on their face So, you know, when you prejudge or you wonder, you know, just remember that some of these hardships, you know, they're they're really affecting our kids. And so what I love about this book and my my final thought is this is not judgmental whatsoever. This book is not accusatory whatsoever. It does demand some change. It's a how to, you know, you can do that. Um, But I think it's a read that any school or team can wrap their head around and enjoy reading and feel like they're empowered to go to the next level um, and helping these students.
1: That's awesome. Thanks for that this is our read this series. You can always find leadership content for leading better and growing faster at the schoolhouse302.com. We hope to see you there with a like or a comment, and we'll see you next month with more books, more podcasts, more blog posts, always on the topic of leadership.